The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. It's the best lip balm in America. Wait, what? Lip balm can be that much better? Oh, yeah. Hi there. It's Doc Thompson for Balm Shot. Just go to balmshot.com. Balm is in lip balm, shot like shotgun shell. You got to read the entire story for yourself at balmshot.com. But trust me, you will love it. And right now, if you order six of them, you'll get a free Balm Shot uh, lip balm, plus a logoed baseball hat, and free shipping at balmshot.com. But make sure to use the promo code DOC, balmshot.com. Joining us now from Cato Institute, is Trevor Burris. How are you, sir? Hello there. How are you? Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Want to get you on to uh, give a quick uh, opinion on uh, President Trump's Supreme Court nomination of Kavanaugh. Yeah, well, you mentioned uh, earlier that you, that Kavanaugh was put out next to Thomas on that little sort of left-right scale. And yeah, I don't actually, I don't actually agree with that. I, th- I think that Kavanaugh is basically Roberts 2.0 on, on this in a, in, a, in a lot of ways. Uh, he's highly connected to the Bush administration. He's about as establishment of Republican as you can get. He worked at all the top legal positions, and he's always been kind of a, a moderate compa- for conservatives on some of these issues. And the biggest one. It, it, Obviously, the biggest commonality here is is Kavanaugh's opinion in the Obamacare case, where he didn't he didn't rule that it was constitutional under the Commerce Clause, but he did. He was the first person to really seriously say it was a tax, and because uh, he said it was a tax, because he said it was a tax, he said that the the government the, the court couldn't hear the case because of a, a law called the Anti Injunction Act, and and that that opinion kind of blew my mind. Uh, and then Roberts came up with it too. I think I think he will be almost a swing vote on some of these cases. That being said, he will be more reliable than Kennedy uh, on on a bunch of these cases. And and overall, it's a strong pick. Uh, I have some reservations about some of his Fourth Amendment jurisprudence and, and NSA spying and things like that. But overall, especially he's going to reign in the administrative state. I don't I don't see some of these cases like Chevron or our uh, lasting more than five years as long as we can get the right kind of cases to the court so we can make sure that administrative agencies don't run our lives. So um, with based on what we know of Kavanaugh, in your opinion, the places where he is less conservative, are those social issues, size of government, fiscal? Is there any any way to kind of group them together? Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely not the social issues, so to speak. Um, I think that he would have voted against gay marriage, for example. Okay. But I, I, he's not conservative. He's not he's conservative in the way that Roberts occasionally is not conservative. Okay. So that means... 85% of the time, but but he's also very concerned with mainstream judicial stuff, so he doesn't want to be a radical. And, and Thomas, for example, is, is quite amenable to writing opinions that, that I love, where he says my copy of the Constitution doesn't even authorize the Department of Education kind of opinions, and uh, Kavanaugh would, would not write one of those opinions. Uh, okay. he, he would join Thomas uh, <clears throat> saying that uh, you know this per- particular provision is unconstitutional. Thomas always often writes further and says, you know, not only is this unconstitutional, but the whole dang thing is unconstitutional. I see Kavanaugh being a conservative in the sense of not wanting to overstretch. So he's very you know, textualist on his readings and stuff, but he might he might oftentimes say that the government has compelling reasons to do things that it doesn't actually have the compelling reasons to do. It's so funny. At the center of my world for all of this and everything I am um, and my passion for America and the founding of America and the the style of government system we have in the constitution is that personal freedom and that's what that's that's what most of these cases come down to some sort of personal freedom size of government authority of government and most of the supreme court justices 
are not concerned with that or don't get that. Yeah, well, definitely the, the a lot of the ones on the left. What I think the ones on the left don't get, I mean, they'll they'll be reliable votes often for First Amendment cases sometimes, depending on if abortion or unions are implicated. Mm-hmm. But they'll but they'll be reliable votes for for important freedoms freedoms of criminal defendants, freedoms from you know, unlawful searches and seizures. But I think what the people on the left don't, don't understand, and what Brad Kavanaugh certainly understands, that the most important protections of individual liberty in the Constitution are not the the Bill of Rights, it's the structural provisions of the Constitution that ensure that the, the government is is small and limited in what it can do, and therefore we don't have to carve out rights as, if the government isn't constantly getting involved in our lives, and, and that's where those who are on the right side of that of that line we were discussing are reliable picks, where they care about the Constitution, they care about the structural Constitution, they care about reading the text according to the original framers, they care about the fact that the constitutional structure pres- preserves liberty, and Brett Kavanaugh definitely cares about all those things well if, if, if you're right about um that he's a little more moderate on this that that is a departure from gorsuch why does why does he get the nominee from trump do we have any idea these guys are not that similar that's a really good question. I mean, they all vote together a, a lot of the time, but I think that you'll, you'll see some interesting splits. The, my, my best guess of, of why Kavanaugh got the nod is because of the uh, White House counsel Don McGahn, who had been pushing heavily for him, and of course the council has a heavy mm-hmm. position in that. He, and he just he the, he is establishment. And when I was looking at the picks yesterday, that the going through who might get picked, the biggest knock on Kavanaugh given that it's a Trump presidency and it's very anti-establishment Republican, is that he is about as establishment Republican mainstream conservative jurist as you can get. Uh, and so that I thought possibly Trump would hold that against him. But I think at the end of the day, Don McGahn won that debate and said, we know we need this guy. And, yeah. and now we're going we're gonna to have an interesting confirmation battle, partially because Kavanaugh has a massive paper trail. I mean, just, uh, you know, 30 years, 25 yeah. years of working and writing opinions, I mean, not even before he was a judge writing opinions in, in the president's office. He worked on the, the Star Commission uh, yeah. going against Clinton. And there'll be just a lot of stuff. You know, you, I, I would never want to go through a confirmation process where they went for 25 <laughs> years of everything I'd ever written and had some senator yell at me because I wanted right. some, some funny phrase. Trevor, thanks so much. I really appreciate you joining us today. Trevor Burris from Cato Institute. I really appreciate your insight today. Have a great day, buddy. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.